0: live with the town council not live with the show right oh no. joe
1: i know i was looking for some paper to recycle
0: gotcha you find it yeah okay um how's his angle on his camera Kenny? Oh, yeah, it's yes okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid of that all right <clears throat> and then let's pull up some ads shall we So, oh, okay, that explains it. Kenny, today you're going to have seafoam. Yeah, I'm not busy right now. Okay. Chris. Did you get your new copy Chris, for Eckberg? You turned
1: that down, didn't
0: you? I had to. I was sweating.
1: Well, now you're not going to sweat.
0: Did you get your new copy for Eckberg, sir? No. Or I'm sorry, for uh, for Gator, not Eckberg. For what?
1: Magnets? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was reading the Wall Street Journal Saturday and I uh, come across this piece. It says, lack of wind pushes up prices. You know, I'll, I'll do it on the show, but it, it turns out that the, even the wind has to be perfect to get anything out of a windmill. <laughs> so really a little is... breeze doesn't do it. Too much breeze doesn't do it. What's the wind supposed to be? Right. Um. All right,
0: I'm going to have to... I got a really
1: touching... Email. I've always wondered whether
0: I should do those. Well, you're the mayor. It's not easy. What do you mean, touching?
1: I would love to tell you about how I found your program and how much you mean to me. I'm 45 and have been listening yes, since. No,
2: no, 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 no. no
1: I didn't have a dad, and thank God don't, to you. You okay? Don't
2: don't don't. don't Why? Don't. Too self-congratulatory. Uh, I'll tell, no, I'll I'll tell you when we're not on. All I'll right. Tell you, I'll tell you what.
1: All right. I'll set that aside. Uh Well, this one I can do.
0: When when does this? All right, that's going to start today. A
2: note back though would be very very cool. I can do that. Yeah. That that would be very meaningful. Do you know this yay? No, no, but I know the direction he's going and you and I feel the same way about this stuff. <clears throat> and it would be meaningful to him if you responded personally.
0: Uh, hey Such. Huh? You had mentioned that week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. I don't know that I will be available. Well,
1: just so somebody is, because we're not doing this. We're going to do the show.
0: Remind me to talk to Rookie tomorrow. There might be a day or two I can. Yeah. But we're hosting, apparently we're hosting two Christmases, which I was not aware of. Okay, Rookie. Well, it wasn't my decision. And uh, I got to just go along with the flow, if you know what I'm saying. You have
2: reached the stage, and I remember this well, where December 1st to January 2nd is absolute hell. There's nothing Noel about it. Well, It's just straight up hell. And the thing
0: is, too, Kenny, uh, both my boys' birthdays are in November. So it's just six weeks of, f it, bro. Deal with it. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Looks it like the rehearsals going down.
2: It wasn't bad when, um, before we had uh, kids, um. But then, you know, once a right. Oof. Yeah, you know, boy. You, you know, know, and I actually, somebody in my family actually said, "Well, you've ruined our Christmas."
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Love you too.
2: <laughs> for, for thinking about my wife and my son. I ruined Christmas.
0: You asshole. Yep. I certainly am. Um, Kenny, today, in an effort to ruin your Christmas, I need a sea foam and a moon from you, sir. Such? What? Today from you? Yeah. Frat? Yeah. Gator? Yeah. And the lamb? um and when i i'm gonna when we take our first break i'm gonna promote the online auction don't walk on it because i'm gonna um save it for a rainy day no i'm gonna save it for purposes of reusing it in the future you should talk really fast oh god i got an email from a guy that says i talk too fast too But at least you didn't call me an asshole. Oh, is the Hersh? Is that today? Is that the tomorrow? Tomorrow is.
1: Why don't we have the? I uh, can't get this uh, on here.
0: What do you need? Oh, sorry, this wasn't up. Apologize. No,
1: the Drudge Report won't show up. What's, I just had it. Yeah, uh, it's a computer sent back. What'd you do to it, Rah? I, I didn't do anything. I was trying to read something. That that came up.
0: You know what we're going to do?
1: Uh-huh.
0: We're going to start all over again. Oh. That
1: wheel of thought keeps spinning. Is it a, uh, let's do this one. Let's
2: Wheel see. of oh. thought keeps oh, on it's turning. It's
1: on end. Who's the end? Well,
0: maybe not.
2: Don't know where I'll be.
0: Let me. Uh, I wonder if your computer's having internet issues. Do you? Uh, do you need me to uh, look up something for you, bro?
1: No. Bradalone's <laughs> Hardware and Garden Store. <laughs> You're ready to go. Yes. yes. Well, you got big boy today, if yes, you don't forget. it is
0: Monday. Oh, he did apologize. He was at the prep bowl and missed our call. We know up, where he was. On Friday.
1: Did you see the ending to that one game?
0: How great. It was on uh, ESPN.
1: It's made it to all over the world. It's
0: pretty cool. Which Was it Glencoe, Silver Lake? Which high school was it? I don't know. One of the combined ones. <laughs> it's got one of them hyphens in it. <laughs> Ready to go, bro?
1: No, well, I'm trying to find something.
0: Okay. I don't think I've ever attended a prep bowl. No. Because the one time uh, we all f- pretended that we went, we just skipped school when we were in eighth grade. That was neat. Good story. Who are you talking to? I don't know. That's uh. A- it's like i'm at
1: home
2: Uh, hey you get the thing at home where you can sit there silently for hours watching tv together and not saying a word then you get up and as soon as you're out of earshot around the corner and headed to the bathroom she starts talking to you yeah what in the world is that all about? I was. My answer was going to be right no here. to
1: the first question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never oh! happens. <laughs>
2: How's she feeling? She better? She's
1: fine. Good. 24-hour flu. Wasn't the respiratory thing.
2: Mine went down last Tuesday and finally returning to work today. She got beat up
1: bad. Is it? I hate it when they're down.
0: Is it my Sinecat cat? When when Schumer's at a podium, going, "We need resources." I don't trust him.
1: But well, the hospitals Chris, are
0: overflowing.
1: I, I just don't, don't trust much of
2: it. Tell you what, I don't like is having. I, I've had personal experience with Sanford Medical Center over the summer. Not a fan.
1: And That's Denny Sanford,
2: right? Denny That's T. Part of the big. Uh, and a nice facility, but boy, it is not staffed.
1: Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. You ready, Joe?
2: Yep. I am rolling.
1: Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 974, December 5, 2022. 63 degrees on this day, 21 years ago in 2001, and 14 below on this day in 1873 and now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of spoon lake it's garage logic with chris reaver's manning technology corner kenny Olson from the crabby coffee shop john Hyde in the newsroom and of course the rookie here is your flashlight king fireworks commissioner and the keeper of common sense your mayor joe Sushi. i suppose we can get to this today on monday night sports talk but but do you know what the Vikings are? Lucky. Mm. They're weird. Okay. It's a weird 10 and 2 team. I I uh,
0: it's a crazy game,
1: Joe. And now, now the fans are restless. They want a significant win. I was uh, reading that today. Uh, well, the fans are restless.
0: Yeah. I just think fans, much like myself, we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. When will you, Cinderella lose her glass slipper?
1: What? Okay. you know Saturday the papers came late. That's I'm setting up the excuse. Okay. The papers <laughs> came late, <laughs> and I uh, so I was reading them when the uh, U.S. soccer team was playing. Who'd they play? Belgium, Netherlands. Netherlands. Cool. They use the old Dutch oven trick, I think. Right. And <laughs> I, I, I just. Uh, I didn't pay any attention to
0: it. I mean, I was reading the paper and it was on. There was nothing to see. I forget which comedian put this out there, but it was so spot on. Oh, good, the run is over. Where we don't have to give a damn about soccer for another four years or whatever that whatever the wish. timeline is.
2: And, and one of the uh, I figured out what what what's wrong with soccer. By the way, yeah, no checking, no fighting. Right,
0: and it's not well. Played those on ice. guys
1: wouldn't last two <laughs> seconds. They're they're uh, they
2: are they are they could if you could deck a guy, then I'd I'd be in. I'd
0: One be of the in. guys, I don't remember which country, went down as if he had been shot, Carlos Gomez style, in the back of the leg. Oh, yeah. And then you see the replay... The defender from the other team wasn't within six feet of him.
1: Well, and their big stars, Puls- pulsic or Pulsilik or something, he got dis. He it was like he got disemboweled when that Iran game. His and goals. guts and he, were hanging. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. They patched <laughs> him together. and He was playing again. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, I something I read uh, Saturday in the paper. I cut it out even, and I'll. I'll uh, well, I'll I'll do, I'll do it right now. OK, because I just falling wind speeds in Europe. That makes it sound as though the wind uh... falling wind speeds in Europe are pushing power and gas prices higher. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this crap up.
2: They're being windmilled by wind.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're being windmilled by wind. Falling wind speeds in Europe are pushing power and gas prices higher underscoring the heightened vulnerability of the continent's energy system to weather conditions.
2: Uh Yeah. Uh
1: Amid a sharp pivot from its reliance on Russian natural gas, Europe has built up large reserves of stored gas ahead of this year's heating season that has helped ease power and gas prices recently. A particularly mild spell of weather across the continent also helped by pushing back gas withdrawals and keeping stockpiles topped off. So in other words, warming was a good thing in this case.
2: Much to their dismay.
1: Now, though colder weather in many places is kicking in at the same time, wind speeds have fallen as though the wind is some separate entity and just decides whether to be high or low.
2: Well, uh, the question I can't. I've got. I can't wait. I've got to ask it right now. Are they blaming uh, the lack of wind on climate change? Well, we're going to get to that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
1: Now, though, colder weather in many places is kicking in. At the same time, wind speeds have fallen, bolstering demand for gas while reducing the ability of wind farms to generate electricity. This week, wind speeds in Hamburg. Fell to around five meters a second or about eleven miles an hour, according to the weather forecasting site windy.com.
2: Hey, wait a minute. That's my favorite. That's my favorite website of all time. Windy.com? You've got to get that app on yeah. your phone.
1: That is the minimum speed required for electric for electricity generation. So what we're discovering here is that even the wind... You know, we say, what's the temperature supposed to be? Right. We now have to say, what's the wind supposed to How be? How fast
0: is the wind supposed to be well, going? Well,
1: if it's not, if it's 11 or under, you couldn't power a toaster with one of these windmills. <laughs> so, so 11 miles an hour, according to Windy, that is the minimum speed required for electricity generation. Speeds of around 15 meters per hour or 33 miles per hour are needed to produce maximum power generation.
2: Wait a minute, 33. That's on you're getting into the unreasonable range there.
1: Well, remember Friday night here in Minnesota? Yeah. The wind was literally howling. It made a howling noise. Yeah. I got to think that would have been hard on windmills.
2: Right. Right. It would have I think, disintegrated. I think they actually shut down. When I they bet they do. I bet Earth. there's a yeah.
1: certain wind level where the windmills are shut down to keep them from
0: flying apart. May I ask a dumb question? You may. How do you shut it down? Turn it uh, off. Well, it's got it, at the big switch. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Does it have an almost an emergency break on sure. it? Sure. Right. Okay. Gotcha. I did. I did not know that. The sort of high pressure
1: systems dominating Europe at the moment tend to result in lower wind, said Evangeline Cookson, meteorologist and research analyst at Merrick's Spectron. That sounds like a spooky place. Such anomalies in wind speed aren't particularly unusual, but this one is coming at a time when European governments are observing energy use as they navigate their first winter largely without Russian gas. It also comes at a time when there is extra sensitivity among consumers and companies to soaring energy bills. Energy traders have been unusually focused on the weather because it can dramatically affect gas supply and demand. Governments and energy companies have sought clues about the severity of this winter in longer-term weather outlooks. They are less precise than shorter-term forecasts. Two of the most closely watched have so far come up with different projections for the next three months. In other words, like it has been forever for most of our (laughs) memories, winter's coming Mm -hmm. and it's going to be cold. Is that what happens this time Mm -hmm. of the year? Okay, gotcha. We're being... uh, Nefarious world leaders are trying to sell us on a scam about global warming. That's only to reconfigure Western civilization. It has nothing to do with the climate. Although Mm fact-based, for you, in 16 days, it's spring. Yes, the days will get long, correct. So we're looking for clues. As to what this winter will be like. I'm going to slip them one. Here we go. Probably cold. Okay.
0: Then what else? Anything else you want to give them?
1: then you got to know what the wind speed is. Okay. The spell also comes as France, a key power exporter, is struggling to get a big chunk of its fleet of nuclear power plants up and running after maintenance issues. Meanwhile, hydropower generation has also struggled. River levels dropped to a multi-year lows after the continent experienced a scorching summer yeah but didn't we find a rock this summer? remember uh, if you can read this rock, weep and it was a it was a rock that was uh, uh, uncovered when the river was so low. oh yeah right. I think it was in Germany or Spain or you know one right. of them places okay and right. and the point of it was that that river had experienced such a low volume back in medieval times that people noted it with a uh, a rock on which they inscribe, on which they inscribe some writing. Huh. Remember, but when you have the river low today, it's caused by climate change. It's when the river was low back in medieval times, it uh, it caused quite a ruckus in the village. They and they went and hammered out some words on a rock and put it, they, it in the river.
2: They only acknowledge history when it weighs in favor of mm-hmm. their argument.
0: <laughs> it's convenient, yes.
1: Right. I might, I might have something on
2: that. There's a, some rocks exposed in a lake that I frequent for duck hunting um, that we haven't seen in years. But what's my point here? Oh, uh, it, during the Dust Bowl, this same area of this lake, they were actually seeding and planting and harvesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, it goes up, it goes down. This, this story in the Wall Street Journal concludes
1: with this paragraph. The spell of light wind is underscoring a key weakness in Europe's energy infrastructure. Mm. That's the last paragraph. You know why, fellas? Why? You can't control the wind. Are you sure? And you can't control solar, which is why good old electricity, the way we've always generated it, uh, and good old gasoline has been the most reliable.
2: Speaking of gasoline, headline in uh, today's paper, Buried. OPEC chooses not to cut oil supply, right? As gas prices continue to fall, the coalition of oil producing nations led by Saudi Arabia and Russia on Sunday opted against trying to stop the slide with cuts to the world's oil supply. I'd say that's a win-win for us if we like driving cars. And I would further say to OPEC, if you want to stay where you are, keep doing this don't cut the supply give us keep ga- cheap gas let us rely on that
0: instead of electric vehicles may i make a note quickly about um solar panels you may we we've discussed it you know for quite some time here in garage logic uh the other day i think i mentioned to you guys that i had made a drive south on the river road wonderful drive doesn't matter what time of the year it's a beautiful drive are you talking in rural minnesota Sorry, the uh, no the uh, right here Mississippi River Boulevard. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. Okay, so I was making that drive south towards the airport. Yep, and um, there's a beautiful home that has a massive solar panel yep. on the corner just
2: south Joe, of Joe. And I have spoke about that on the air many times.
0: And all that all that I could think about was how do you see the view from your home because uh, it's blocking everything, right?
2: No, it's not. It's only, it's only blocking the view of east river um what do you call it parkway road oh, or whatever it is okay
0: boulevard because i thought well that, that's fine if you want to save or you know you want to be energy efficient i get that but aren't you defeating the purpose of living in such a beautiful it, part of at, the metro
2: isn't it it's the house at the end of summit correct yeah
0: yeah oh
2: for pete's sake at mississippi Real river boulevard you've seen it a million times joe yes yeah
1: I got an email from Scott Nelson. I, I uh, It plays right into what we were just discussing. Joe, earlier this year, you recounted the discovery of a medieval hunger stone, which has surfaced in the low waters of the Elbe in the Czech Republic. That's right. After hundreds of years of being submerged, the now visible stone is seen to have been inscribed with the message, if you can see me, weep. You noted this, that this story should not be used as proof of climate change and that the current European drought should not be considered unprecedented due to the fact that those stones show that the waters have previously been this low multiple times over hundreds of years and that the weather has, does, and always will change. My cartoon bubble was the medieval graffiti artist sloshing around in the rising waters of the Elbe, chiseling away at this stone, wondering who would read the message in the future. (laughs) Obviously, common sense was still viable in the Middle Ages because this person had realized what goes down must go up. As a matter of record, several other similar stones have been found in and about Europe, as well as a Spanish version of a stone hedge named Dolmen of Guadalajara. These prehistoric circle of stones have emerged and disappeared four or five times since it was discovered in a reservoir in 1926. However, this time it must have appeared due to climate change. But here is the actual point I've been leading to. A friend mentioned yesterday that he and his CP have a European cruise plan to sail the Danube, but now she is expressing concerns regarding the viability of the trip. First of all, they will have to be bused for parts of the trip where the waters are too low to be navigable. Hardly romantic. However, the most interesting item she opined was about her concern that they might be blown to smithereens if they accidentally run into an explosive-laden, sunken Nazi warship now exposed by the low waters of the Danube. A A quick search of the interwebs with the terms Nazi warship Danube revealed many articles soaked with liberal tears that these exposed ships also provide proof of unprecedented climate change and of our planet's inevitable internal combustion powered doom as the story goes, near the end of World War II, in order to keep Hitler's remaining Black Sea fleet of at least 20 warships and over 10,000 explosive devices from falling into the hands of the Soviets, they were scuttled in the Danube, where they posed no threat until the current drought has lowered the water to the point where you can see some of those ships. Frankly, I would go on this cruise just to view that awesome spectacle. Yeah. Rather than seeing these items as cause for hysteria and fear, I prefer to believe that we live in an amazing world in which the climate changes and its cycles can provide, can provide us with these visible reminders of human history. But alas, Joe Biden and John Kerry will want us to pay reparations for the risk to navigation that our senseless carbon emissions have caused. One can only hope that some of these liberal tears will raise the Danube back to a safe level. Always pushing back, loyal listeners, Scott for me, Dinah. Uh, doesn't he nail it wonderfully?
2: We kind of have the same thing uh, in the United States with Lake Mead, do we not? Only it's a uh, it's dead bodies, right? <laughs> it's, it's a scene mob? from Casino, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you might... have,
1: you're not hearing much about that lately because, thankfully, gratefully. Didn't you have a story though that said they were up to was it fifteen vehicles that they had? Oh, they found a lot of stuff. Uh, and I'll tell you this: uh, you haven't heard much lately because it's been snowing and raining in the West. Really, it's snowing heavily in the Sierras. You know that
0: that's often what happens. Have you guys made the drive across the the Hoover Dam? Yes, I have. Um, even though you, it, it still gives me thinking about it gives me the elevator mm-hmm. stomach. I don't know why. It's completely <laughs> safe. There's not there. There's no way you can drive off the thing. But still, it gives me the. I, uh, stomach.
2: I have to admit something, I have, and I will never go over
0: the Hoover Dam. Oh, I've
2: done it. I don't have it in me. I, I, I just Kenny, I, I was
0: gripping the steering they're, wheel they're like just, this. They're There's too tiny. Rails. I know, they're, but I, I don't. Just, they're too tiny when it comes to that. I know, and then you see the bridge up above where the freeway is, and people. Yeah. Are treating it as an observation yeah, deck. Something that's not going to. No, Do you know that we broke
1: the news of Gator Magnetics on this show. Okay, earlier in the fall, or was it late summer? It was I, summer. I it was, prior, it was summer. Yeah, prior Gator to Magnetics, the, uh, the greatest storage means ever invented, where you take the magnets around your garage and you can change your storage locations. Get this, they're in a thousand stores today. Come on. Yes, nationwide, Home Depot. That starts next week. Over 1,000 stores nationwide next week. Well, that's fantastic. This is amazing. Now, you've heard me. I've been talking about Gator Magnetics. They're the amazing invention by GLers in a garage. They turn any steel surface into a place <sighs> to hang and store your stuff. Anything that hangs. They're now available at the HomeDepot.com
0: website. I'm afraid Kenny and Home I were just discussing, I'm hosting two Christmases. I'm going to lose my Gator Magnetic, aren't I? Someone's going to steal it out well, my get garage. get some more.
1: You can get them at homedepot.com. Uh, America's largest retailer is carrying a product introduced in garage lights.
0: That's Legend. so cool. So
1: congratulations to these guys. These are movable hooks. It's a patented magnetic technology. They hold up to 25 pounds on any metal surface. They're amazing, ingenious, and they are invented by GLers. Here's your chance just in time for Christmas. You can get them at homedepot.com. And next week, all you listers all around the nation, you'll have them in over 1,000 Home Depots. But you uh, you go now to homedepot.com, and you can get them shipped directly to your home. Uh, they're amazing. I, I, I'm telling you, this is the way to do it, because when you get sick of your storage, you just move them around until you finally have it set up correctly. They're open now. They're open now at a Home Depot near you, or go to homedepot.com. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a little confusing. Hang on one second. I got to look. The...
1: Here's what I want to do about Author's Corner. Oh, he's on the phone. What was that? Sorry. Uh, here's what I want to do for author's corner. Okay. I want to write it at home. And then I suppose I in. should do it in the fashion of an email. Yeah. And then email it here and let the people upstairs worry how to format it.
0: Well, I can do it. from Whatever. There.
1: But I'm going to do it at home. It's going to be fairly long. That's fine. Uh, cause I, I, uh, now that I'm reading again, <laughs> I, want, <laughs> yeah. I want to catch up got on, a lot every, on your mind. everything
0: I've been reading. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Am I I might need I might need someone to come down here to give me a refresher course on it. I don't care, but we gotta get it done. Right. I don't know what's wrong with this uh deal here. Is it still loading? Yeah, it's not working. All right. Um let me I gotta look at this. There's copy for this thing and I I don't know, I don't know what to do here. So hang tight, I'm gonna do Hofferman. <clears throat>
1: to make Yahoo my homepage.
0: I don't want Yahoo. Okay, then don't do it. Tis the season to get yourself a new system from Connecticut, and, of course, my friends at Hofferman Water. Hey, dealers, Reavers here once again for the best in the business, and that is Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental, if you're in the market, for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, Iron, rust, and odor filtration systems. And you might be in the market right now. I was a couple of months ago and went with it. A drinking water system. And that's because a new system from Kinetico can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage. We, you already know that. But it's also going to protect your appliances. You get that new system from Hofferman and Kinetico. And Viola, your showers are better, your laundry is better, and of course, so is your drinking water. So please do me a favor, get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I have been a proud customer of Hofferman for years now, and I know that you will be too, because it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. 952-894-4040. That's their phone number, 952 894 4040, or just visit their website and see everything that they have to offer at HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Tell them that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic Podcast.
2: So, are you familiar with this North Carolina story about? Um, shots taking out a power substation? Yes. Have you heard the reason why somebody shot it? No.
1: What is the reason?
2: I don't know. I've been searching for the reason. I heard something on the radio this morning uh, that I thought was a bit shocking, so I've been doing uh, research, and I can't find any true facts to back up that statement. (sighs)
1: What is the reason those four kids were killed
0: in Idaho? That story continues to get stranger and stranger. Well, didn't the two surviving roommates finally speak recently? Yeah, but they're not suspects. No, I know that, but they finally broke their silence. And the parents of one of the girls has said that
1: they weren't all killed in the same fashion. And the parents of one of the girls also say they believe it was targeted. The police first said targeted, then not targeted. Now the parents are saying no oh, targeted based well, on how this person got in and out of the house, whatever the hell that means.
2: Chris, that Hopkins meeting was today.
0: I I know. I I'm the one that sent the email. Did you miss it? Yeah. <clears throat> I did. Well, in, in my defense, they plan the meetings oftentimes and don't ask me if I'm if it fits my schedule. Seaman wants to meet with me tomorrow. Uh oh. It's been nice knowing you. Joe, bring up
2: what we talked about. Oh, I can't talk about it here, though. I'll send you a text.
1: Can we go here?
2: Um, can he's...
0: Brian, I know you're listening on the Garage Logic Town Council. A pox on you for what you just emailed me. Hey, Reeves, Google, how many cars have driven off the Hoover Dam? Oh, no. Oh.
2: How many? A lot? A lot. Kenny, can you See? go across
1: the Mackinac Bridge?
2: Uh, I had to. I didn't have any choice. I was. I bought a snowmobile in northern Michigan, and uh, like a genius, know, it was fall, I was like, I'm going to go to the UP. It's going to be pretty. <laughs> well, can't. you can get there
1: without going over the bridge.
2: I Not nah, nah, the northern part of Michigan, you can't. But you can't. No, you can't, You'd Joe. Go up
1: through, uh, you know. Oh, I'm not going up there. Not uh, is that where
2: you got? Hold on. Did you take your bike
1: up
0: there? No, that was in Wisconsin.
2: Oh, Google Maps. I'm looking at Lake Mead now. <laughs> hold on. I don't think you can.
0: When did I do that?
2: But Joe, it was literally the worst experience. Literally, the worst experience in my life.
1: Hmm. I wasn't God, God, joking was about the
0: Hoover Dam thing. That I. It made me nauseous. Because I was going to pick up the Jess and the boys, and I—it's had... been
1: a while since I've done it. I guess I can't remember what the source of fear no. is.
0: Joe, no, you
2: cannot get to the northern part of Michigan. Okay, I was going to like Elmira. Isn't and... that when
0: Biden got in all that trouble? Because aren't isn't there? You're not supposed to drive cars on that or something. No,
2: that's the island. Oh, that's the
0: island. We're talking the bridge. You know, when you th- when the three of us chat, I feel like Donnie in the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Shut the F up, Donnie. <laughs> God, it was so awful. Oh.
1: Here, I'm on my map.
2: But I'm going to go back because I need to go to that uh, island. Because that island was a major, major player in the fur trade and the War of 1812. And uh, me being a history nerd, I, I need to be there.
1: <clears throat> You're crazy, Kenny.
2: Where do you see You don't wh-
1: have to take that bridge to get to northern Michigan.
2: Where, where Well, are you, you gonna- go?
1: Well, just find Sault Ste. Marie on the map, salt. Saint Salt Saint Mary. <laughs> we just keep going over east.
2: Oh Christ! Do you think I'm going to go all the way around? You I, come out.
0: Yeah, you come out in Toronto. It's like the Berlin Wall. Just drive you around. Come it. out in this Toronto, which <laughs> that's that's two more days of driving. Just a I,
1: minute here. Wait a minute. Oh, I screwed up.
2: Yeah, you did, my
1: friend. Uh, no. No Joe. find yeah. Newberry, Michigan on your map. It's in oh, the Newberry. upper it's in, That's the, it's in up, upper
2: Michigan. Up I'm looking at it right now. Newberry. Right.
1: Well, you can drive to Newberry from say uh you know Iron Mountain, Michigan right. or
2: Right. I went the Escanaba route, but yeah.
1: Escanaba would not have caused you to use the bridge.
2: Joe, it was in upper regular Michigan. Normal oh, Michigan. Oh,
1: not uh
2: right. Not, not the in main. the not the UP.
1: Oh, it was in the mainland. Right. Okay, you, you didn't say like that. <laughs> so you had to what did you do? Did you take a ferry?
2: <laughs> well, uh, I cried like a little baby. I shit my pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you could, to get there on the mainland, you had to go down through Indiana.
0: You know, speaking of Mayberry, or use the bridge. Andy and Aunt B, were they a thing ever, you think? God, I hope not. That's a tough thing. That's his aunt, you
2: sick bastard.
0: Yeah.
1: What the hell? Yeah, if you were in Escanaba, then you run around the UP (laughs) and you came across the bridge back south to get to the mainland.
0: Across.
2: Yeah,
1: across. You you went to St. Ignace and the whole deal there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're due for a road trip, Joe. Boy, I'll see. I'm due for a dumb, dumb run. Can we uh, do the show? I'm ready. I, I was. Candy got something? Yes, sir. I was
2: somewhere in northern, northwestern Wisconsin, Bellingham, maybe, south of Canada, when we got to a bridge and I just said, nope, that's nope. it. Turn around. It's, the, it's <laughs> the end of the road for us. <laughs> there is no way in hell. Uh, you
1: ready? I'd rather walk through North Minneapolis. At 2 in the morning in Bermuda shorts with dark socks then than uh, find myself in a lot of
0: rural America. Oh, we're all right. Huh? We're all right. Yeah. Noah, what if I ran into somebody no, like you? you? I know what you're picturing, but I don't want to share. You're picturing north central Wisconsin. Well... In the middle of the, I know, Here's I know what exactly happens. what you're thinking of. You run into somebody like me.
2: I, I pull over and I get out the toe strap. I can and talk I, to the brothers. And I, and I pull your ass out of the ditch because yeah. you don't know how to drive or yeah. I start your car. I give you a ride and I help you out and I give you a meal and a warm place to chill.
0: Yeah. And you'd probably kiss poisonous. on the neck.
2: Yeah, That's <laughs> what happens when you run into
0: people. Like Let's me. go here. All right. You ready? Yeah. Rolling. Reality with a bite. The
2: Joe shoot Show. Easy for me to say. <sighs> I I haven't been looking forward to this portion of the show because I decided to come clean with the GLers, but I'm going to do it anyway. Here we go. The 30 year old mtd snowblower that i've uh we've affectionately dubbed the big bastard it's been struggling the last few years
0: didn't
1: you so. buy those at
2: dime stores it's, it's a big two-stage yeah. suit um and when i got it it was brand new but uh it's been struggling due to basically joyous neglect and neglect that i would brag about um, so I decided to tackle it yesterday. I gave it the seafoam treatment, dumped uh, dumped the motor treatment directly into the carb while it was running. It helped, but it didn't solve the problem entirely. So pulled the carb. Turns out the float bowl had a pinhole in it. It was full of gas. That's what was making it run rotten. How did it get a pinhole? Well, probably from the moisture. Why was there moisture? Joyous neglect. Years of abuse and putting it away wet without giving it a gulp led to the demise of the float. Learn from this dummy's laziness. No matter how new those cylinders are, feed it sea foam on the regular. Be a steward to your cylinders so you won't have to pull the carb years down the road. You find this stuff everywhere. Engine related chemicals are sold. You keep a can or two in the garage. So it's always available. It's good stuff. It'll help you out. Don't be the dummy I am. It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam. The incoming House Democratic whip is Catherine
1: Clark of Massachusetts. Okay, And she was on uh, NBC News with anchor Chuck Todd. Mm -hmm. And uh, she... uh, And incoming House Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, said they're going to do things differently than their leadership predecessors, Representative Nancy Pelosi and Steny Hoyer. Uh, Clark is 59. She argued that her generation could bring a fresh perspective to Congress because her kids grew up being tormented by threats of climate change. (laughs) And and gun violence. <laughs> One of the biggest changes is going to be that we're coming into this in the minority, but the commitment that we have had to the people of this country, to workers, to women, to the climate, is going to continue, Clark said. Actually, she said it's going to continue on, but she didn't need the word on if she said the word continue. Uh, that means on, continue it, on. Gotcha
2: uh <laughs> I just saw i just clicked on a headline for fox news incoming whip clark recalls child waking up with nightmares yep. over climate change
1: and let me tell you what it means to me coming in as a different generation she continued i remember my middle child waking up with <laughs> nightmares over concern around climate change i've had fam- i've had my family at a movie theater When the movie stopped, my children immediately thought there must be a shooter in the theater. Jesus, you got a bleeped up family, lady. Uh, These are the kinds of experiences that we're going to bring as we continue to push to meet this moment of challenge for the American people with progress. I don't want you to do anything for me. No, leave me alone, please. Of cl- a clip of Clark's comment received mockery on Twitter with GOP consultant Michael Duncan tweeting, would snitch to CPS if someone told me this, referring to child protection services. <clears throat> Former Trump White House senior advisor Stephen Miller responded to the tweet by saying, the only way this could happen to a child is if the parents made it so. Right. Uh, Clark is minority whip. Uh, Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, Democrat, New York, has been elected as minority leader. Pete Aguilar, uh, Democrat, California, as caucus chair after Pelosi, Hoyer, and majority whip James Clyburn announced they're turning over the reins. Uh, Minority leader Kevin McCarthy, who was nominated as speaker by House Republicans last month, hope he can eke out a win with the entire When the entire House votes in January, he can't lose more than four Republican votes, uh, whatever. Okay, let me tell you something. Uh, She's probably telling the truth. Uh, Her kid wakes up with a nightmare about climate change. Okay. And she's going to do something about it.
0: Immediately. Well, well,
1: she isn't going to do anything about it. There's nothing she can do about it. Well. She can tax the hell out of us. She can tax us.
0: <laughs> That'll solve it.
1: And uh, get on board with VMT, Vehicle Miles Travel. Mm-hmm. But li- really, lady, and by the way, if you're 59, what generation is that?
2: That's Generation X. That's my generation.
1: That's yeah. X? Yep.
0: I thought okay. I was Generation X.
1: Am I a generation or
2: just a baby boomer? You're a I think boomer. I you're a boomer.
1: I'm a boomer. Yep, yep. She's, as, would X be the next in line? Gotta look yes. That up. Yep. Okay, so it, boomers followed it, by the Xs.
2: X runs right up to and through 65.
1: The other thing, and we've mentioned it before, uh, and I have made no traction with it. I've achieved no purchase with it. But one of the reasons you euphorians might wake up to the fact that climate change as it is a political movement is nothing but a scam is why is it only the left that believes in it or pretends to i i love the earth as much as you do i love nature as much as the next person i don't want the planet to uh, evaporate in front of my very eyes why is it only the left that gets away with this pathetic scam
2: Mm-hmm. there's I've no often I, I don't get that either yeah I,
1: I I love I just I get up every morning and I just look outside and I just love it I love everything I, about it
2: get out in it I mean uh, yeah yeah uh, I'm in the untamed wild there's no walking paths where I go unless so, I mow them
1: so Catherine Clark of Massachusetts when you tell me that your child uh, is frightened by climate change and nightmares I
0: i don't know what to tell you, except. Well, I wanted to expand on that because I don't. Maybe the kid had a bad dream. No, no, no. I, I don't not believe that her child has had that, but that's her problem. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You've allowed that to seep into the mindset of your kid.
1: I, I, so, can, I can proudly say of all the kids, of the kids I used to have, not a one of them has ever brought up the
0: climate. Not a one. Well, they get scared of storms and things like that. But well, they're supposed but that's to, different. I make them afraid that's, of that.
2: So she's 59. She's 59. I looked it up on Wikipedia. They don't mention the ages of her kids, but yeah. she does has she does have one kid. Who identifies as non-binary. That, really? Uh, that's beside the point I want to make. The what point if that's I the make... kid
1: that has the nightmare freak out? Well,
2: him? the point I want to make is my son was born in 2000. In 2001, September 11th, was the biggest fear we as parents had mm-hmm. for our then uh, one-year-old right. wondering what kind of world did we bring this kid into? Right, and sure. it was a serious fear and we were gnashing teeth and wringing hands for a year or two worried about that. And and that still has stuck with me. And and it's surprising to me that she doesn't bring that up, but I'm assuming again that some of her kids were born in the nineties.
1: That would be plausible in the nineties. She'd be what in her thirties.
2: So, yeah, if like, like my son was born in 2000, he's well, it's 22. He's 22,
1: but gee whiz lady, uh, a, you you can't do anything about it, uh, and B, uh, I, there is no B. You can't do anything about it. Who decides and,
0: the uh, the names for the generations, by the way? I who, have who, no idea how that comes about. I don't know,
1: but
2: Joe, you bought, brought something up that I've been really sore about for a long time. Because I'm a conservative, I automatically, what, hate the environment? I hate the earth? Oh, my man. God. I, mean, I worship answers. it. Yeah, I worship too. it. Jeez. I'm in it every We're last day. This
1: mm-hmm. is why I feel so bad. That I'm I coming out of the woods the other
2: day. covered with ticks and yeah. cockleberries and
0: my hands are bleeding because of the stickers and same uh, thing I, happened to Joe and he went golfing that one time in Tickville. Oh, I don't like golfing in Tickville.
1: <laughs> Back to, uh, uh, our friends, uh, at our streets, Minneapolis. Oh, oh good. No, uh, one of their wishes is to close much of 94 in the metro for a bullet and make it into a boulevard. See these <laughs> these are people who a they don't do anything. They don't yeah. really have jobs, right? And they can't for the life of them understand why it's important that other people do, right? Because they're they're not gonna they're.
2: <sighs> you know who they hate the most, Joe? Huh? Guys like Reavers.
1: Why? What did I do? He drives a long way. He drives a
2: long way.
1: Many GLers wanted to point out to me a famous quote by Margaret Thatcher regarding our snow shoveling friends. When the state does everything for you, it will soon take everything from you. Oh, that's a good one. You will then have no basis for personal freedom, political freedom, or economic freedom. Well, that's absolutely true. Uh, Kelsey also sent me a picture of what apparently was, they would never call it a Christmas party, but apparently some sort of year-end party that the uh, uh, Save Our Streets people had, a picture mm-hmm. of them. And yeah. uh, Kelsey said, have you ever seen a more depressed group of people in your life? And they <laughs> they just look kind of downtrodden. They look kind of put upon, saddened, and what have you.
2: The fact that they want to, would want to heap more duties on the already stressed-out streets division... It's Chuck just from Utah.
1: Me. All I uh, I am finishing your December 2nd podcast where you again spend a little time on the sidewalk shoveling proposal. All I can say is, wow, talking about creating a problem where there shouldn't be one in my neighborhood. The first person out in the morning will do their own sidewalk and at least one other home on each side of them. If it's me, I'll do that. If I'm late getting out, it's not surprising to see a neighbor did my sidewalk and others as well. Everyone is able-bodied and can do their own, but it is an opportunity to serve and a point of pride for everyone. If someone is struggling to take care of the snow for whatever reason, health, injury, or age, the neighbors chip in and make sure the walk, driveway, and porch are clear of snow and ice. (laughs) I don't want the city to do it for me because it will take them too long to get out and I will do a better job anyway. I enjoy knowing it's done and done right maybe there is a tiny area of Gumption county out here in utah love the podcast chuck well obviously he's stating a garage logic truism yeah.
2: there's, and there's it's really even a thing tru- to
1: be analyzed
2: it's even a truism among people who aren't glers uh, our neighbor donna couldn't get out of the house she couldn't shovel so kenny did half of the front And Pete and Janelle did the other half of the front. We were the neighbors on either side of Donna. Mm -hmm. It worked out just fine. Mm -hmm. It was just fine. We didn't have to talk about it. We didn't plan it. Uh, Nobody bothered to tell Donna. It just happened.
1: And and speaking of the snow-laden sidewalks, I got a note from Brent who wants me to get walking sticks. (laughs) Yeah. I don't
2: know. Can't be one of those nerds, huh? uh,
1: I I've thought there was all. He's he's making a
0: case for them. Are these the people that look like they're uh, cross country skiing yes. without any skis? Yeah, I even sent yeah. a picture. uh, <laughs> An
1: unexpected benefit was that walking poles significantly aid stability in the winter on ice and snow and mostly able...
0: Actually, yeah, Yeah.
1: I'm with Kenny. In in your case, maybe not Because you're
0: good for a spill or two every winter. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea.
2: I mock the roommate because she'll get out on her snowshoes and she'll take those with her. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing I carry on my snowshoes is, you know, a rifle.
1: As it it gets more treacherous, (laughs) treacherous, about the most I need to change is to slow down to a normal walking pace and still feel stable and safe. I have not countered a day in over two years that I felt was too icy and dangerous to go walking. It is approaching double digits already this year that the poles have kept a little slip from cascading into a bigger slide which you probably recall mm. can progress to an occasional fall. i offer this advice, which I don't expect you to act on, only because I want to keep you out of the emergency room. The next time you uh, fold up like a cheap tent while walking past the house of some <laughs> snowflake waiting for the city to clear her sidewalk, <laughs> my conscience will be clear. I tried. If the force of your fall exceeds the it exceeds the elasticity in your bones and something tears or breaks i won't be able to muster the sympathy i had for you last winter just saying well you know what
2: you know what he did though joe Huh? he just messed with his own karma oh that's a think? good point not falling down is nothing to brag about that's a good
0: never, point. never <laughs> brag it's gonna happen that. today pal yeah. Yeah. you know
1: they're called nordic walking poles he did bounce it off his own high school age kid and the kid said, there's a dork factor,
2: Yeah, uh, yeah but, right. but his
1: response was, no, they're okay. You know, I think the guy's onto something.
2: I wonder, does he also have a holster for his cell phone? Well, I hope Because not. I want to, those walking sticks and cell phone holsters, I think they come at the same age. Yep.
3: <laughs> um,
2: and you know what's worse than not falling down and sometimes even more painful? What? The half fall. Well, because I call that the running fall. That's when you throw out your back. That's when when you you start
0: running furiously to keep from falling. Or you break a wrist trying to brace yourself. Oh, I've done that. I've got a
2: wrist full of steel. I've
1: done that. Say, I've told you about our friends at Eckberg Lammers. You have. Uh, You know, another thing they do besides creating an estate plan for you that keeps you out of trouble. You know, sometimes in your family, you're going to pass on the vacation property or the cabin to other family members. And that can be tricky. And they, they solve that. They figure stuff like that out. They've been doing it for more than 70 years. And most principally they can create for you an estate plan and a will, because look, we're all going to pass. You might be, you know, you could fall down, hit your head. boom. Boom. there you are laying in the street. Who knows how long you'll be there. You'll be there frozen. And you got stuff you've left behind and now your kids and, family are saying, oh, man, he didn't take his Nordic walking poles. He went down. He conked out. Now, what are we going to do? We got all this stuff. No. If you have an Eckberg-Lammers plan, an estate plan, it'll all be taken care of for you. And if you don't, the courts will decide for you. You don't want that. The biggest favor you can do your family is leave behind a smooth transition. And the estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. I can't recommend it highly enough. I don't care how big your estate is. I don't care how old you are. You should get this done. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers and take care of this as soon as possible. 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at Eckberglammers dot com slash will um, mm-hmm. hang
0: on. One second, fellas, <clears throat> where did my copy go? Where's this one? There it is, okay. So I got a great note from Mark. Uh, this was last week, and he said, hey, Reavers, was wondering about Rise and Shine garage doors. Did you really have them come out and just replace your garage door opener? Well, not exactly, Mark. But what I did was I went through the 29-point inspection, uh, and they did some tune-up work with my garage door because it was having, you know, the, the the squeaks and the weird noises. They took care of that. But, yes, they actually added a garage door opener because when we purchased the house, it only came with one. So we had them add a garage door opener to our existing garage garage door opener it was fantastic uh and it was done within just a matter of a couple of hours and also by the way seven days a week service they will come out to you my friends at rise and shine garage door people don't realize too that with a new garage door itself it's going to add so much curb appeal to your home maybe you're in the market for selling right now although a lot of people might be looking now is the time to do it so get in touch with my friends at rise and shine garage doors call them today 651 651- 651 Three zero zero three two five two. That's six five one three zero zero. 3252. Two. They'll come out seven days a week. Like I said, if you're not in the Metro, not a problem. They're expanding St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Cambridge. They even cover parts of Western Wisconsin. And if you have them come out, ask about the Rooster Club membership, which includes a tune up on an annual basis and it's going to waive the trip charge. Call com is the website. Make sure you set your appointment and let them know you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Were you waving at me, Kenny, or Joe?
2: Me? Uh, Don't worry about it. Sorry. I should have had him come out. I wonder if it's too late. Oh, God, no. Colin, do you want the number? I was just going to, you know, do-it-yourself BS mantra that I have. No,
0: no, 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 no.
2: No, I can do it, but... Do I want to?
0: They have cool, I almost went with this LED opener that you can open and close anywhere with your cell phone.
2: I don't want any of that. All I want is the most
0: basic so I don't have to get out of the truck and lift a wood door up. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to do that either. Well, just call them. What the hell? Would they go that far away? Oh, yeah. For Kenny, because he's so lovable. Mm. We're having snow today? Very light snow. No, it won't be
2: anything.
1: The last 60 is coming up this week. I don't even want to hear that. But the next 60 is as soon as February 15th. I got
2: news for you, that's two months away.
1: Yeah, you two months between 60s.
2: I'm paying for heat for three places now.
1: Ew, I don't do that. I don't do that.
0: I don't know why I'm doing it.
1: Okay, what are gen what is Gen Z?
0: Well, you're going back to that. No, ask me when we get I have it. I have the whole thing here.
1: Well, I, I have a story involving the Gen Z parents, all right? Um, and what was Catherine Witchcock?
0: laughed or whatever the
1: hell her name is
2: she's a uh, gen xer
1: x she's the one where the kid wakes up crying all right that's gen x, gen x.
2: i thought it was kind of a shared experience for anybody that had kids at 9 11. we all thought oh my god what is this kid gonna have to live through <clears throat> You know, we were conjuring up a war on our own continent, you know. Uh, Damn
0: it, where did that go? I just had it here.
1: For about five minutes, though, the country sure was united. Yeah, less than five minutes. Um,
0: Okay, give me one second. Okay, I got it right here. All right, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Ken, you ready? For what? I need a moon out of you, bruh. Oh. Sure? Okay. All right, rolling.
2: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Suchere. And I'm crabby today, and I know it's bringing that carburetor into the shop. I know that's what it did it to me always use seafoam anyway i'm not talking about seafoam here yeah you know what use seafoam on the new bmw or triumph you're going to pick up from moon motorsports they've got the brands that stir your soul down to the very core uh they often say and think that these guys that ride the motorcycles from uh you know milwaukee that they're the most dedicated riders I disagree. I I think it's the guys and the gals that ride the BMWs. They're the true dedicated motorcycle riders. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but Moon is the longest operating BMW motorcycle dealer in the state and the largest volume Triumph dealer in the region. And both of those um, brands have exciting model lineups, no matter what kind of riding you're into, cafe, racer, styling, track thrills, cruising or maybe adventure exploring you like going from the tar to the gravel to the trail whatever both of these brands have class-leading offerings that are going to give you the ride you're after stop in the moon to see the latest bmw and triumph models or better yet stop into the website on, on your way there MoonMotorsports.com. and right now if you do buy that new bike at moon motorsports no payments until after or until 2023 after the year is up and free winter storage or free delivery to Minnesota locations. Moon Motorsports, uh, we're talking BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Husqvarna, Yamaha, Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Skidoo, and Gas Gas. Find them on the web, moonmotorsports.com.
1: Did you say Moon Motorsports is the oldest BMW dealer in the state?
2: Um, The longest operating BMW motorcycle dealer in the state. When did Moon open? Oh god, it was the early 70s, if I remember. Right. I'm
1: only asking because a buddy of mine got a BMW in about 1969. I'm wondering where he would have purchased it. Wouldn't have I wonder
2: here. if they were just if they were doing motorcycles then or if it was automobiles. I but I know they're 50 years strong in Monticello. Yeah. Cool.
1: In a sign of society,
0: some Gen Z parents. <laughs> Okay, what's Gen Z? You ready for the whole rundown? Sure. Uh, Generation Z are people born between the years of 1997 and 2012. So, really, my oldest would be a Gen Zer. Oh, so is my son? I thought he was a millennial. So, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got the rundown here. Well, how could you already be a parent? Gen Parents Z. of a Gen Zer. So your child is a Gen Zer, not the parent. Oh, some Gen Z parents, meaning they're the parents of a Gen Z. Although, technically, a Gen Z person could be a parent. Well,
1: how old is somebody born in 1997? 25? 25. I guess they could be a parent. They could, Joe. Sure. They're smart. Anyway.
2: Get over with early kids. That's what I'm telling you. (laughs) Knock her up in high school. Yeah,
1: listen to Uncle Kenny. (laughs) Some Gen Z parents are, uh, in fact, moms, if you're listening right now, You might not want the kids to listen to what I have to
0: say. The millennials, Uh Kenny, are also known as Generation Y, 81 to 96.
2: Wait, what now?
0: So I got a kid I used to have as a Y? As a millennial, or or also known as millennials. What were the 70s? Z comes after Y. Right. No, wait. Here's the rundown. The lost generation is born between 1883 and 1900. The greatest generation, born 1901 to 1924, The Silent Generation, born between 1925 and 1945. The Boomer Generation, born between 1946 and 1964. Generation X, born between 1965 and 1980. That'd be the new whip. That's me. That's me and Kenny. Uh, Generation Y, also known as the Millennials, are born between 1981 and 1996. Generation Z, 97 to 2012. And... Yeah, that's what I just said.
2: No, I'm talking to Joe. Go ahead, finish first.
0: And born between 2013 and 2025, is known as Generation Alpha. Catherine,
2: being born 63, would be a boomer. Correct. The new whip. Yeah. Yeah. She's a boomer. All right.
1: Uh, Gen Z parents are refusing to allow their children to believe in Santa Claus because they will be traumatized Wait, when man. they find out he is not real. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh. Uh, The hashtag Santa isn't real has been trending with tens of millions of views on TikTok as Gen Z thinks they are better than everyone else and wants to screw up Christmas Never, do. never fear, Gen Z parents are here and have all the answers. Some of the TikTok comments are pretty absurd. One person made a video with tens of thousands of views, let everyone know uh, that she told her three-year-old that Santa isn't real. Telling wow. kids that Santa is real is a lie, and I don't believe... Well, so is telling them about climate change. <laughs> telling a person that... or Telling a kid that Santa isn't real is a lie, and I don't believe in building... My lies, my kid. I don't believe in building my kids up on a lie. Sierra McKenzie told the yeah. New York Post, yeah, the Sierra, the Sierra, yeah, Sierra, where the yeah. hell is get the get that? Duluth, get the Duluth out. Is that gonna get the double. No. Another mother commented, I don't want to scare my children into thinking that they have to behave a certain way, that they were more naughty or nice than another child based on Christmas gifts. Jeez. Are you kidding it's me? I use that. I, I,
0: <laughs> it's a great device. No, he's watching you right now? Right. I
1: still
2: use it. He's yeah. 22.
1: Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you ever notice it's funny to watch kids because they're uh, when they get to be out six or seven, they're really hedging bets. Yes. you know they yes. they they know yeah. damn well what's going on but they they kind of pause before they speak and say oh i mean santa you know santa right right yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they there's this game that uh, these kids play
0: where you hide the elf yeah elf on the shelf elf on the shelf mm-hmm. I, we didn't have that when i was younger well we didn't either that's a new uh, that's got to be less than 20 years old well it's I'm a guessing. new phenomenon
1: yeah well i know one kid that's petrified of the elf he did not want to know where the damn elf is. Right, leave him out of my life. No, no elf ain't looking. All I hear is no elf. Uh uh-uh. uh doesn't how la- the elf move. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, the elf also doubles as a tooth fairy. He might end up under your pillow. Yeah.
0: Right,
1: the kids comes in a room and the, the poor kid. Where are you?
0: At?
2: Like, Where's
1: where that elf at? Gen Z parents are arguing that when their children eventually find out Santa isn't real, that that's traumatic.
0: Dear God. I mean, oh. honest you God, wonder why? honest
1: he's... to God, help me.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: Uh, wow. Santa Claus has been around for centuries and people have done just fine. We've survived. I don't see an overwhelming majority of baby boomers or millennials in therapy. Who are the millennials now?
0: That's your, uh, your Gen Y. That's uh-huh. your people born. uh, 81 to 96.
1: Yeah, they're not in therapy because of that. Other parents say they don't want to instill the fear of a Santa as an all-knowing, judging figure that will punish you if you're naughty and not nice. They would rather choose what's becoming more popular and known as gentle parenting. This is when parents try to raise kids by promoting kindness and respect rather than by threats. They're not threats, uh, young parents. No, They're just, no, it's, it's just fun. It's, it's fun yeah.
2: is what it is.
1: Essentially, they want to have their children be good people simply for the sake of being good.
2: Uh, well, everybody wants that.
1: Let's all just be nice to each other argument has also been used for centuries. And do you know what has come from it? A, a whole lot of people doing terrible atrocities throughout world history. Mm-hmm. I expect these parents that are preaching about not wanting to lie to their children about Santa never lie to them about anything, then, their whole life. If they're going to take the... Good luck with that. If they're going to take their moral high ground, then they have to do it across the board. Let's know how that works out for you.
2: Daddy drinks because because you you cry. Yeah.
1: This is written by somebody named Mike Gunzelman. Uh... One of my favorite quotes in the New York Post article was by childcare expert and author Sarah Ockwell smith She told the outlet that it is important not to use Santa in a threatening way. The idea of an all-seeing... I did it yesterday. You kidding me? I never pass up a chance. Uh, the idea of an all-seeing judge... Boy, did that shut him up,
0: too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instantly Hey, works. hey, hey. hey. Who's watching you right now? You know how many days you got here. Yeah, you're down to 20 days. Who's that elf?
1: Oh, don't say the elf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the bit I like to do so fun, because but... nobody is supposed to touch the elf. So yeah. if the boys are acting up, yeah, I just do this like I pretend to go touch Charlie. Oh, don't, Dad, you don't, not touch He'll, an elf. he'll lose his magic. Right. So I don't even have to say anything. I just pretend that I'm going to go touch him.
1: The idea of an all-seeing, judgmental, judgmental, mythical being spying on children is quite trauma-inducing, Smith said. Yeah, well, yeah, but you're be. getting paid to say that, you fruitcake. There's no surprise that so many kids cry when they meet Santa. Uh, no, they cry because they're in an unfamiliar situation, and that's what children do. They cry. Uh I, I was a department store Santa once.
0: <laughs> Jesus. No, I was. No,
1: no way yeah. in hell. Oh, they billowed me up with pillows and everything. And and uh, the CP <laughs> brought my own kids. Oh, boy. And oh, did I give them grief. <laughs>
0: oh. What was the origination? Was this a bit for you? I, I did it the for a column. column okay. So at,
1: at Rosedale, uh, I was the Santa for a shift. Oh, God. And I mean, they had me looking just, you know, with oh, yeah. rosy cheeks, <laughs> the whole deal, you know. And so my own kid gets up there. I say, what do you want? Well, oh, I got to have this and that. And I said, I wouldn't count on it if I were you. I know what happened back in June was having more fun and I, I asked the little girl I said what about you little girl what do you want oh I hope I get this and this and this and this and this and I say we're all out of that yep. what, we don't even have that anymore at the elf shop right and,
2: and later uh believe it or not they they made a movie on this little loca- on yeah. this uh idea called bad santa yeah, starring uh what's <laughs> his billy, name? Bob
1: billy bob thornton <laughs> and I think at the end I must have said I'm just kidding you two little hey. kids you'll probably get what you're what you're after there
2: do yeah. you have a couple of pops before
1: you no, went on I did stage? Not. I did not.
0: <laughs> did you pay for that one at home? Not really. Okay, good.
1: Kids absolutely lose their mind when they visit the Easter Bunny as well. The Easter Bunny isn't the same watchful, all-knowing being that Santa Claus apparently is. So what's the argument for why kids cry when they see him? Exactly. It's because they don't know what the heck's going on because they're kids. Uh I specifically remember a moment this past summer when my six-year-old niece was being a brat. Nothing my sister or brother-in-law would do was going to calm her down, and she was on a rampage. So what did I do? I said that she better be nice and stop acting like that, or she won't get any gifts from Santa at Christmas. She immediately started behaving. Is it wrong to use a mythical person as a punishment? What about parents who buy their children everything and refuse to tell them no? I find that much more troubling than believing in Santa for a couple of years. I do, too. Uh, If I
2: could buy him everything, I would. I absolutely would. Nothing more fun than spoiling the brat. The bottom line in this particular
1: trophy, everybody gets a congratulations mindset, is doing irreparable harm to our future generations. Parents are not doing any favors by trying to shield their children and paint the world as some sort of utopia and everything is fine place. If you don't stand for anything, then you stand for nothing, and only that allows chaos. We are seeing it in the breakdown of law and order in many cities across America. Criminals, especially younger ones, are seeing that their actions have no consequences. It starts with robbing a CVS or an Apple store and only escalates until they commit something much worse. I don't know if I would have taken this all the way up to crime, but I can see his point. Uh To take the Santa isn't real counter argument even further, I would argue this author writes that you have now scarred your child from being a part of what many other children are participating in. Maybe by not allowing your child the opportunity to be a child and experience Christmas and Santa, you are the one that is screwing up your kid. When the other kids are talking about Santa Claus and doing their Christmas lists, your kid is either going to hate themselves because they're left out. They're going to be an absolute a-hole and tell the other kids that Santa's not real.
2: Thank you. Yes. Then
1: those kids are going to hate you. Yep. You now have a pain in the butt, know-it-all child that no kids want to hang out with. And you are hated by all the parents in the group chat rooms. Congratulations. Hope it was worth it over Santa Claus, of all things. That was written by Mike Gunzelman. You know... uh, Gee whiz, it's just, it's
0: just, I I don't even know how you could get to that frame of mind. Well, and you wonder why your child's going to grow up with so many issues. This is along the lines of, that's what's going to hamper their development. Hinder? uh, Hinder. Hinder. I was never on board with. Hemper,
1: did you say? I think I did by accident. That's a new word, you hamper.
2: Is that a word? No. I was never on board with the Easter Bunny because we had to paint all the eggs ahead of time. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, this is
1: BS. The Easter but, Bunny has never done much for me.
2: But I went along with it because free candy.
0: Oh, you're to yeah, you get Free candy. I'm, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm part of it. Yeah. I accidentally did say a word, Joe. It's, it's of German descent. It also means a raspberry. Himper? Apparently.
1: H-I-M-P-E-R?
0: According to wordsense.eu, that's what that means. Anyway, uh, my kid's pulling a Gabe. I'm fairly convinced of it. Pulling what a do you what? mean? You know Gabe, rookie's youngest. Yeah. Well, he completely knew that it was fake but went along with the bit for about six years because he didn't want to give up the goods well, right they hedge their bets that's right. what my oldest is doing and i'm yeah. convinced how old is it. the oldest he's 11 oh he's uh, yeah he's got it figured out but he's said, not gonna say a word i said something because he's the worst liar ever because as soon as you say something yeah Dad, yeah uh-huh yeah. but You're, you, you can know tell right Chris, away
2: you know do they sleep in the same bedroom no uh-uh Okay, but that they have plenty of alone time. You know, the youngest one has gone to the older one and said, Man, "This whole, this whole thing is bullshit, uh, BS, <laughs> right?" And the older one goes, "Just, <laughs> just, 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 just play, play along, right? Take the free prize.
0: Come on, mom's really into it. You don't yeah, want to ruin yeah. this. This is the best gig ever. <laughs> play along."
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. That's a shame that you have these. Let me get back to this Gen Z, and they're born when? No, no. They're the parents of Gen
0: Z kids. Gen Z are born ninety seven to twenty twelve. Yeah, so in twenty twelve, a kid would be. Uh, uh, well, he'd be ten. My kid, I, my oldest,
1: is yeah, a Gen Z. I, I still a, have. I got a couple of Gen Zs. Yeah,
2: we haven't broken the
0: news to our twenty two year old that Santa isn't real.
1: Well, and let's be honest. Yeah. Well, the, well, and he's still hedging his bets.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. As far as going back to the original story, the trauma involved for me for my family it's going to be worse for my wife than my two kids oh
2: crap i just had a thought what's the
0: kid born today alpha yeah generation alpha
2: Hmm. joe yeah we've got that little mini gl or smart aleck who lives with his parents now in texas yeah well he's just so ahead
1: of the curve though he's oh Oh, i hope we didn't give
0: anything no email ahead of time he's older now
2: play along kiddo just milk it
1: i told parents don't let your kid listen to this part
2: okay (laughs) you know are you sure you did? I, I did don't say that. that. I All did right.
1: say that. I think I, I did say remember that. that. Yeah. All right. I need a glass of water. You want to take a Chief. quick time out? Yeah, I do.
0: I'm going to do the, um, the podcast auction right now. So if you want to take a leak, go ahead. <clears throat> Hey, GLers, The Garage Logic One Thousandth Podcast Auction. Yes, that's a mouthful, but let me say it again: The Garage Logic One Thousandth Podcast Auction is going to start. December 9th at 12 a.m. and run through December 15th at 8 p.m. 70% off items of the retail value. All you got to do, go to garagelogic.com, enter the keyword auction. Here's a list of some of the items that we're going to have in the Garage Logic 1000th podcast auction. A gas furnace from Air Mechanical, a stealth trailer from Pleasureland RV, a water heater from Air Mechanical, five-night all-inclusive golf vacation to the Dominican Republic from Escape With Us Vacation, The Ultimate Yard Maintenance Package from Tri-State Bobcat. Sporting Clays and Dinner for Four from Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. And a $4,000 gift certificate from RF Moeller. How about fratelloni's gift cards certificates that's right 100 250 500 a thousand dollar gift certificate towards a new garage door for my friends at rise and shine garage door again it doesn't start until december 9th at 12 a.m but it only runs through december 15th so you've got a couple of days but it starts on december 9th it's the garage logic 1000 podcast auction you can find out more at garagelogic.com enter the keyword auction Nope. We're done? We're done. This could be the last segment. Okay. Get ready for Big boy. Yes, sir. Is he in the
1: house?
0: I haven't seen him yet today. Have you heard from Nope. Maybe he's still at the prep bowl. Oops.
1: Where did the Vikings play next? At the Detroit's. That's this coming Sunday? Yes, sir. A nooner? Yes. Did Detroit win yesterday? They did. They Are cr- they alive for the, any playoff hopes? Barely. Green Bay is not. No, they're still alive. Despite beating. No, I don't they think, can't. I think they've only
0: won four times. I, well, I don't think anyone's been officially eliminated yet, except for maybe the Houstons. I think it was nifty the way Burrow beat uh, Patrick. That was a fun game. Mm-hmm. And the Wild should be ashamed of themselves. They won. Yeah. They? <laughs> they had a 5 1 lead in the third period. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't watched much Wilds action today, this year. What's what's going on? What happened here? All right. Um, let me just mark that. I can't get into hockey once, until football season's over. Sorry.
2: No, they've been pulling pulling them out of their behinds over
0: the weekend.
1: They were up 5-1 in the third period they yesterday. They had to tighten her up in their they own They had end. to win it in a shootout. Who'd they play at the uh, Dallas? Yeah. The Isn't Stars. Dallas good though this year? Yes. Dallas scored
2: two goals in 38 seconds. Jesus. Hey. um, Yes, sir. Remember that. How do I say this without describing the actual verbiage <laughs> that chirping that we've Enjoyed off the air from the late 70s, and I think Painter was one of the guys chirping from the bench. Yeah. Who was the guy they were chirping?
0: Bellows. Brian Bellows.
1: Well, the other teams would chirp Bellows. Trottier would get after
0: him. (laughs) You bleep bleeper.
2: Yeah. Because I went looking for that. For some reason, the thought occurred to me on Saturday. I was out in the shop, and I ended up sitting there on my phone for Mike watching these mic'd up segments, yeah, for about
0: an hour and a half. I know, I know why. It's just so fantastic. I know why you did it. Why? Because you spent half an hour with the Painter on Wednesday.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I asked him a lot of st- stuff too, you know, geek stuff, and he he put up with me. It was really cool.
1: <laughs> well, he's a normal human being. He is. Yeah.
2: We were talking about how guys, you know, before the scrap, they'll they'll talk about it, negotiate and then they'll have the scrap, and then afterwards they'll wink at each other on the way to the penalty good box. That yeah. was good not <laughs> yeah. all the time, but yeah. No, no, has, not yeah. all the time, but yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, okay. There's that. Yes, it is as you share. Music. Is it with one C or two C. Kenny
1: got something here? Nope, we're done, Joe. All right, here we go then. Okay. Oh no. Did you lose your page? No, this mouse fell.
0: Turn it off and turn it on. No, does
1: once. the battery fall out of it?
0: Battery. Call the battery department. Is there supposed to be something right there? Well, the light's supposed to be on. Here, Why don't you give that to me? Uh, this is going to be
2: another headphone foam
0: thing. Is there supposed to be
1: something oh, right there?
0: Jesus. Yeah, there sure is. Well, we're gonna to have to get underground this tunnel a, lights. For a you. bad floor.
2: Yeah, <laughs> under table lights.
1: I don't see anything. Where did you drop? Well, there's right a piece right there. Right there. Where? For your foot. What? What Where were you pointing
0: at? There's a piece of plastic right there.
2: Here? Oh,
1: my God. Can oh, you really Jesus. not see
2: that? I can't see it. It's right here. What is hey, that? It's a piece well, of you're plastic.
1: down there. What were you pointing at? What's not pointing at anything. He said right there.
0: God. Well, this is nothing. Okay, I'm going to have to fix that after the show. I'll hit a oh, lighter. Oh, my God, help me. Well, <laughs> Joe, it, it's, it's, it's gone. This doesn't
1: accommodate a battery.
0: Okay, then why there's is no
1: it contacts in there for Joe, battery?
0: Joe, Joe. There's no light on either.
1: Right, but there's no, uh, there's no contacts in there for a battery.
2: Is there any way you could just focus on the show for the next 10 minutes and oh no not worry about that?
0: Well you did something to it. We'll uh we'll let we'll let the mouse department handle. That.
1: Call the mouse department. <laughs> Let's go, you play something.
0: Okay. Sounds like a plan.
1: Yes. <sighs>
2: Uh, what do you know about tearing down Mount Rushmore because it's racist?
1: I have not heard that one.
2: Go ahead and Google that one. Um, Research that and 1619. Both of those are good stories. Okay, I'm rolling.
1: Some of 1619 is an old story.
2: It is, but it's being pushed right now. Yep. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Sucherey.
1: Jack has a good question. We call it the failed academy. He is describing the failed workplace. Oh, my. Joe, my name is Jack. Hi, Hi, Jack.
0: Jack. Hi, Jack.
1: I'm 21 and currently work at a grocery store based in Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Whenever I work, I have to take training quizzes and videos that typically pertain to my job. However, today I had to watch a couple of videos on gender identity and expression. Now, personally, I don't know if I need to learn about this because I was taught to treat everyone the same no matter what. But the fact that my job is pushing this in my face seems wrong. The videos taught me all about how I'm not supposed to assume someone's gender and that we should be using preferred pronouns when introducing ourselves. But as far as I know, I have never worked with someone who is trans or with someone who goes by a different pronoun for that matter. I just thought I should bring this to your attention. That it's not just a failed academy that's failing us. It's also our jobs. Thanks, Jack. Um, He's absolutely correct. And why in the hell should some 21-year-old kid have to be uh, on guard to call somebody by their right pronoun? Bleep your pronouns. You're either
0: a he or a she. The woke <laughs> workplace is a far bigger problem than this show gives it attention. Oh, to. absolutely, yeah. I was notified true. of something from a, a four-letter network that used to be affiliated with our show.
2: Sure, ESPN.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every time around this year, they have a big a drive for the Jimmy Fee Foundation for cancer research, which is a really cool deal. They do it. they Let's do it annually. But um. The letter that I saw was be, to to try to get rid of the. I have it written down. The cancer treatment racial inequity. Well, there's what? Inequ- so apparently, depending upon what race you happen to be, that depends on what type of treatment you're receiving, which is complete and utter BS. But it does not surprise me based upon the woke nature of that particular network. So oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. This uh,
2: this is interesting to me. So they're alleging that if you're black and you have cancer, you're treated differently. Yep. Oh, if, if that were true, I don't
0: believe that. I don't either.
2: I would. We've got to delve into that. I want to know if I, that's real. I
0: and then I and I said, "You got to be kidding." And then I was sent the uh, the thirty second promo in which the anchor actually said this on the air. Uh, isn't ESPN
1: owned by Disney? Sure, Arjo. Well, there's your answer. Right. Disney's too woke for its own good. Yes. Yes, it is.
2: The and roommate I... uh, was helping out a trans person at her place of uh, business week or so ago, a couple weeks ago. Who was? I don't know, uh, the roommate. The roommate. Who works in retail.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Helping out the trans uh, gal. And uh, the gal commented that uh, the roommate treated her with respect and dignity and uh, didn't, you know, give her the side eye or say anything and... She just replied, well, you know, I've lived in Minneapolis my whole life. There's nothing you can do or say to shock me. Right. You know, you're right. just, you're, you're, you're a, a person. Yeah. You're a human being. But you me. were out there, She
1: was out in the hinterlands when this happened.
2: Yeah. 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 It was over in Alexandria. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Only because they come to us all the way from Eden Prairie, where the traveling linemen are in a bit of a respite and you can view their adventures and why they ended up back in Eden Prairie.
2: <laughs> You think the kids they're staying with are uh, looking at the calendar? They're looking at their <laughs>
1: clock. <laughs> it's about time here. <laughs> you can read it all, you can read all about it at worldwidewaftage.com. It's pretty interesting. On this day, Joe, today is December 5th. Henry M. Rice. Boy, he makes this thing a lot, doesn't he? Almost as much as Fairball. Easily replaced Henry H. Sibley, who chose not to run for re-election, as Minnesota Territories delegate to Congress. Sibley had won the office by a narrow margin in a previous election following a heated campaign involving fur trade interests, with fur symbolized by Sibley and anti-fur by Alexander M. Mitchell, the candidate supported by Rice. On this day in 1873, 12 Lincoln County, named for the Civil War president, was created, having been established by the legislature on March six. And approved by vote of the people in November. The previous attempts to rename or carve out a county in honor of Lincoln had failed to garner the requisite popular vote. Now you got a Lincoln County. Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln Lion. Lockwapari. Lone Oak. Lockaparo Lake, Lake of the Woods, Lincoln Lion. Moral.
2: Larry. Lockwaparo. Leatherman.
1: Lake of the Woods, Lake. Lake Lake La Palma, Long, Lake of the Woods, Long Lake, County, LaSour, Lincoln, and Lyon.
2: Live in L I V I N County.
1: And finally, on this day <laughs> in nineteen fifty, December fifth, because this never happened before. Nope. And if it happened today, it'd be climate change. Sure. A snowstorm lasting until December eighth dropped thirty-five inches on Duluth and twenty-five inches on the Twin Cities. Any casualties? It uh, does not mention casualties. Okay, so that many, was five, uh, six, seven, and eight—a four-day snowstorm.
2: Wow, thirty-five divided by twelve—that's only two point three feet. Buffalo's going.
0: Hold <sighs> oh, my beer. Wake us yeah. up
1: when yeah. you <laughs> when you get real. Buffalo yeah. said, "Hold my beer." Right. Yeah. Did you guys see the thing on Super seventy Sports?
0: Yeah, most likely, yes. Probably, we did. where uh,
1: <laughs> he says something to the effect that. We're all in agreement that nobody could upstage Cher in her prime. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Tina Turner in her prime. Sure. And then okay. he said, and "He goes, Cher: colon, hold my beer." And Cher, <laughs> oh, I haven't seen this. Cher's one. coming out on stage, dancing on one leg all the way over, and then she and uh, Tina do a duet, and Cher just just
2: annihilates yeah. her. Yeah, I do remember that, that one. Was really I have not,
0: good. I have not. Was that over the weekend? I don't know why I have start. to do some investigating.
2: I've, Cher has never set right with me and it's her own fault. And my lack of a sense of humor as a youth, because the Sonny and Cher show Reavers, you're probably not familiar. No. Um, Sonny was the brunt of all of Cher's jokes. Oh, absolutely. And I thought, man, is she a mean, mean person? No. <laughs> and I've never got past that. No. She just knew that Sonny was such a dweeb. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah. And then she went on to marry Greg Holman.
1: Yeah, I can't see that one. I I don't know what the deal is there. Hmm. But that's not for me to discern. I'm the mayor of a town in Garage well, Lodging, the seat of Gumption County. Fake mayor of a
0: mythical town. And
1: we don't have those uh, celebrity problems. No, we don't. In, uh, in GL.
0: We got two cycle running around here.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. And I'll uh, tell you what. Uh, thank you, GLers. And I'm going to stay put here, and we're going to be doing Monday night sports talk deck.
0: And if you'd like more behind the scenes footage of the Garage Logic podcast, why don't you join the hundreds, if not thousands, of others who are part of the Garage Logic Town Council? For oh. this- yes, sir. Go ahead, and finish. And then I've got something. Ten bucks a month, and you get all of this wonderful behind the scenes footage, archived shows. It's Fantastic. And first dibs on upcoming live appearances by the Garage Logic crew. Kenny?
2: Speaking of Greg Allman, you have to listen to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop from last week, where our guest, Gene Hollister, told a great Greg Allman story.
0: I'm making a note, Kenny. I got to listen to that. It's a good one.
2: It's a good one. I'm actually proud of it.
0: (laughs) Unlike everything else. Yep. all right we're clear patrick Hello? oh he is here we were getting worried tell him tell him we thought maybe you were still sitting at the prep bowl we're still being filmed oh yeah we're still being recorded that's right sexual <laughs> <laughs> Although Pat, I did get an email. The only email I got right. from a guy was, "How much do I have to pay to get that Roycey? Because <laughs> I'll pay extra for that, he said. What did you have? Romania Friday? Yep. Were you? Was it Glencoe Silver Lake? What was the play? The flip play.
3: No, it
0: was uh, New London Spicer. New London Spicer. Yeah. Were you there Were you for that? that game?
3: No, I missed that. that was Saturday.
0: Wasn't it? Oh, was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Okay.
3: Yeah, I was, uh, Simley Simley was my main game. I thought I was there to cover Hutch, but Simley beat him. Where is Simley? Simley's Invergrove Heights. That was my lead. In 1962, they were in our conference, and I'm sure at some point I said, what the hell is Simley? I remember 60 playing years later. I finally checked.
1: <laughs> I remember playing an outdoor hockey game at Simley.
3: Yeah, probably in grove High, some pond. Someday. Yeah, they no, didn't... they had a rink by the <laughs> <Some school. pond. laughs> what No, but Lakota, <laughs> they, they had when they started, they had to be playing in Lakota because they're right out there by South St. Paul.
1: No, I know, but we played an outdoor game.
3: Yeah, so they had probably had their own high school rink because yeah. Lakota, but it was an outdoor high school. Yeah. yeah. You ready? We, we is named a after a former principal of South St. Paul High School.
0: Really, Jack we, Simley. No. When do we have to change that? Because he did something racist. No, <laughs> I
3: did. He was. Uh, he was a. He was a good Luther. Went okay. To church a lot. Sounded like reading his bio.
0: I'm ready whenever you are, Joe.
1: Oh, uh, windmills in Europe are getting windmilled by the wind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Windy.
1: Not, no, windy not windy enough. enough. Oh, See, okay. the wind's gotta got to be perfect.
3: We got good wind here, man.
1: Friday night we did. Mills in
3: Europe. Yeah. Boy, I got cold. God damn it.
1: Windmills in Europe are getting windmilled oh, yeah. by the wind.
0: Where do they get <laughs> the urine? From the wolves. From the wolves.
3: <laughs> Where do you get wolf urine?
0: From the wolves. From the wolves. All right, I'm ready for you. Gen Z parents. <laughs> Which
3: is that? Which is Gen Z?
1: 97
0: today, to 2012. Right nope. Right now? William's a Gen Z er. Okay. 2012.
1: Gen Z parents think Santa is traumatizing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hell, he's,
3: they, they'll put up with it for the gifts.
0: Oh, it's a tra- exactly. trauma. Exactly.
3: T R A U M A.
0: Yes. Uh, anything else you want to put on here, Brad? New congressional. Where is it?
1: Uh, there it is. New congressional. Uh, the hell is she? Democrat. New House. New. Make it new House Democratic Whip comma catherine clark w p yeah and catherine with the k new democratic house whip comma catherine clark comma hang
0: on says her children hang on hang on new house democratic whip chair no, just whip. Well, he was talking. I couldn't hear you. New, what did I say? New House Democratic whip, comma. comma Catherine Clark, comma. Okay.
1: Catherine with a K. I got that. Says her children wake up with climate change nightmares. Night. Nightmares. Okay. Anything that else? You should do it. Okay.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Yes. yes.
1: Yes. 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 Why couldn't Rook work today?
0: His new schedule. Remember, he wasn't here last Monday either.
1: Why doesn't somebody cut to the chase and make him a vice president or something?
0: <laughs> or a pilot? Yeah, a pilot.
2: <laughs> That's a better idea. <laughs>
1: Well, am I might as well Hey, why not? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Christ. Um so Candy did <clears throat> What what was your thing that you wanted to for the tank? I took care of it. You got no. it. Okay, so I don't need to worry about it. No. Okay. All right. Rivertown. Oh, this is going to be good. And we're going to be because you're going to be out that whole week too, correct? Yeah, I'm not coming in. Yeah, I I, I can't. I don't think I'm going to be able to because we're between hosting.
2: He has a mental illness is what he has. He's mentally ill I... when it comes to this. You don't have to whisper. All the GLers
0: know. Him. I know, but I, I, I think he just sitting at home, he just gets
2: bored. That That's exactly what it is. Yeah, It's him booking an early flight home on the way to his vacation right. destination. <laughs> right. it's it's a mental problem well
0: i just know that
2: and then he'll randomly and it'll probably be this week say i got vacation days i need to use (laughs) up and then he'll say oh we're not on vacation though during christmas
0: right even though every client has already prepared for us to have the week off right hey i need your thoughts on this because i'm trusting my gut and i don't like i don't like this i'm against it leland is supposed to start wrestling today keep in Ooh. mind he's eight he's never wrestled before Ooh. and i i don't want him to do it just because i i don't i don't know what, what to teach him and how to help him with anything the coach just sent an email and just says i don't like this parents are not allowed in their first practice room no nope. that's what i'm thinking no 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 i know why though it's, you know,
2: parents are a pain in the ass. Oh, I agree
0: make, with that completely, and, but it's and not and like contest. I'm going to start interfering. I just never I... tell you about the time in high school, the uh, this was just a
2: Phi Ed class, and the teacher decided that we were he was going to have wrestling. And me and my buddy Rudy were uh laughing and snickering and mocking and you know, uh, basically chirping like we were in the NHL in, in the 70s.
0: Sure, yeah,
2: he got mad at us and said, okay, you two clowns, you two asshats, I'm going to take you both on, and I'm going to kick your butts. We pinned him right away. (laughs) (laughs) These are two guys that hate wrestling. And then my buddy John Leaders, who is now a doctor and very successful and not reporting traffic for a living, (laughs) he was a grappler, and he was pretty good. And uh, I was forced to uh, wrestle John, and I got him on his belly and uh, I sat on his butt backwards, and I grabbed his legs and started pulling him oh, the no. wrong oh. way, like it was all-star wrestling.
0: Oh god! And
2: that's when I was asked to leave.
0: Hit him with a <laughs> fucking chair. <laughs> yeah.
2: You can you can go shower up.
0: <laughs> well, and it, again, it's not that I want to be overbearing. I just I've never done this before, and I want you alone with my kid. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not I'm not overthinking this. Okay. Good. I didn't... Kenny, you were supposed to
1: send me pictures of the boat yourself. I did.
2: I did send them to you. You looked at them. We talked about it
0: at length oh, on Friday. I thought that was. I thought you had two in play.
2: No, the the uh, Lady of the Lakes is not for sale. He's got a water scooter that might be for sale though. I don't a, want one. A Sea-Doo lift and a brand new trailer brand new lift brand new trailer
0: god i I would love to own one but i would never be able to use it
2: those people are a nuisance on the lake and i want to be one of them
0: right (laughs) (laughs) it looks like a lot of fun a friend of mine has one i don't even hold it what oh i saw your tweet yesterday or
3: saturday in washington and you get at the Mary Hard Baylor telecast. And they're actually they got two guys in the booth that are okay, but they give a mic to this guy named Skeeta Johnson, Skeeta Jenkins, down on the, on the field. Yep. And he's supposed to interview people, but he's got the mic on a it's it's hot. <laughs> and every freaking play is holding every time they gave him three yards. Then he's saying, Oh day now, all day, and he's screaming. And then in the middle of the second quarter, he says, Say, guys, I've been told uh, that uh, down here that somebody's on the microphone saying inappropriate things, and the, the two guys upstairs couldn't hear him, so they didn't know what he was talking about. It was you, Skeeta, <laughs> uh, Skeeta. I want Skeeta
0: on my broadcast. Oh my God, Holden. Holden, I was wondering, I'm like, what the hell is he tweeting about?
3: What's going up? I Went upstairs. Wife like, Hold it! Said, what, the fuck is wrong with her? Oh, what the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> right. There we she go. She said, there go. What there the "Heck." There we go. Was wrong
2: Finally, there we go. <laughs> took a while. What Holden. is this? Is are his headphones on yet?
3: No, Kenny. There was something I wanted to tell you, but I can't remember.
2: Uh, I have a question. You recommended something um, over the week.
3: Slow horses.
2: Where do I find that?
3: Apple. I don't know how you find it if you don't have Apple.
0: All right. Kenny, this it's, account that you hilarious. made to follow.
3: Gary Olman, is fantastic.
0: Yeah, he's a good actor.
3: It's called
1: Slow Horses. Slow Horses. How many episodes you got to watch?
3: Uh, I watched six last year, and now it's year two, and they just had two so far. What's <laughs> it, a cowboy movie? No, no, no. It's guys that are, uh, what's the name of the uh, CIA and... Mm-hmm in britain mi6 or something yeah. it's it, it's people who have screwed up in mi6 so they sent him over this lousy office uh, they didn't fire him but they got all these you know misfits over there and gary oldman was a fat old guy who's farting all the time and he's the leader of them but the slow horses mean they're you know they're they're the guys that, that you know sent out to pasture but they uh Meanwhile, they solve stuff. But the first year was, but Oldman is just great because he's just insulting them about what a bunch of idiots they are at all time. It's great. Is it all British accents? No, not bad at all. Not bad at all. I tried to watch
1: Dairy Girls. I lasted five minutes. Mm.
2: Well, you got to turn on the captions. I don't know how. (laughs) Well, that's your problem.
3: At the bottom of the uh, clicker, of the clicker, you hit the bottom, and then the options will show up, and then you go uh, CC. Yeah, Yeah, and it says CC, and if if it says on, then you're good. If it says off, then you got to change it to on. It's not that hard.
2: That's how I had to watch (laughs) Deadwood. So I could truly appreciate is, right? Al Swearingen. So for, what
3: did they do with the big C word? Did they did they have it on that? <laughs> no, they show it. They, they uh, show they, it. They show, yeah. they
2: show everything, yeah.
3: Nobody used the big C word better than Al Swearingen.
2: Oh, did those they, guys from Yankton? It. Let me tell <laughs> yeah. you.
3: The, as I say, the aptly named Al Swearingen. You know? Yeah, know. <laughs> Yeah, God, is that guy a great actor. Did you see... Um, the one that uh, Ben Kingsley won Academy award for is the, as the, uh, uh Are we still he's, on. He's, yes. Yeah. The, what the hell's the name of that one? He's, he's retired. He, he's gone to Spain. No, no, it's a British uh, crime story, but oh, he, Ian McShane no. is the, uh, look it up. What the hell's the name of it? I'll look it up and send it to you. It's, uh, but, but uh, Ian McShane is the guy. Running the bus into the bank, and he's fantastic. He's only on for about ten minutes, but he's great. Skinny beast, what? Let's go here, beast. I need a
0: minute. I need a minute
3: here. You don't watch enough movies, Joe. That's your. (laughs) No, he's got really bad taste, and still really bad. You know what Terry Ryan says? If you recommend it, I don't watch it. (laughs)
0: Is that what he said to you? Yeah,
3: he said, My wife and I watched two of your movies, the worst damn well, things. What are you doing these days? You
0: like
2: the depressing ones. That's the All problem. Right, yeah, yeah, you I do. I do.
3: I do. Sexy beast. Sexy beast.
0: Name of the movie. There you go, town council. You got do any list.
3: movies go to theaters anymore? They're very well, my wife and I have been about three times in the last six months. To right. the theater. Yeah. Theater. It's pretty lonely, man. Oh,
0: I love it. Tell me when we're off the thing. Okay. Bye town council. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us.